Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, David Burton. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted for our Life After COVID series that we just started a month ago. I'm so grateful to have you here today. You're going to help people get back to work with branding. And there's a lot of things that people might not be doing that's most helpful during this time. But even some people I've had on say, you know, just because things are a little iffy doesn't mean you can't be out there branding, getting your message out there Mm -hmm. in a very constructive way. And you're the guy to help us do that. So uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to chat. You betcha. So um, share with me what brought you into the world of your SEO expert, but also Uh a branding expert. What brought you into that niche and marketing? How did that come about for you? There are a couple stories on the timeline. I think probably the ones that are more applicable are, you know, I started with a design background. And so because of that, I had clients in the web design world. And then at one point I had a client who is still a client 13 years later today. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, tell me about this Google thing. And so at, at the time, you know, I've, I've always have strong morals and how I engage with people. And so I said, you know, I'm not an expert. And so I know enough that I'm willing to experiment on you, you experiment on me. So what we did is we worked out an arrangement where I said, uh, don't pay me anything unless I hit these goals, you know, so they can't lose. But then mm-hmm. I said, of course, I want to be incentivized. So if I hit those goals, then you owe me retroactively and then we'll move forward with retainer. So we set mm-hmm. something like a three month goal and hit that in six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I said, well, this was, this was actually a fun process because I can still work on the website, but then there's like all these new things I can do. And mm-hmm. so I said, let's take this to client number two. And so I took this to client number two, repeated the process there. Them two are a client 13 years later. And so at that point, I, you know, even before that point, when I was doing primarily just design, I said, I don't want to be an agency that does it all. And was kind of mediocre at all of it. So I didn't do social media and paid ads back then. And so I kind of took that same concept and said, I'm going to be the SEO guy. And so at that moment, I made a very strong intentional initiative and moved the company towards SEO and have just continued to grow since then. That's awesome. You know what I liked about your story right there is the idea that some people tell me, I don't want to work for free. For one, I have bills to pay. You know, you mm-hmm. have your business, your, your expenses that might come with it. But, you know, I like the fact that you're like, I'm not just working for free. I'm working for free because I'm going to present results for my mm-hmm. prospective clients. And when they see my results, well, then they're going to pay me. And I yeah. heard this from um, someone that came on my show very, very, when we first got started in Savvy, she came on and did just that. She was a collector. There's millions of collection agencies. And she said, mm-hmm. you know what? Give me the stuff you've written off. I'm not going to lose anything. Just give it to me. I collect. You give me 10%. Bam, we're done. And yeah. just like you, she started a business 15 years later, one of the top collection agencies. And it's a really a great way to get started to realize that let's see, let's present value first on the table before we yep. you know, ask anything of our prospective clients. Yeah, you know, it's a repeating theme in even business nowadays. So now we work with, you know, big businesses and Inc. 5000 companies. And and a lot of these, con- I could probably connect the dots from, you know, those first two or three clients from 13 years ago and do like, you know how, you know how on, like, on the CSI shows, they have the pin boards with the yarn <laughs> strung. Yeah. Like I could probably do that with the majority of my clients from 13 years ago because you come in, you bring value, you, you drive results, and then they say, well, I got a buddy that needs the same thing. And mm-hmm. so then you bring that, they bring that in and then it just, it's just a multiplier. So yeah. I've really made that like a core fundamental of the business is even if we have a lead that we're not going to take on as a client, mm-hmm. then what we do is we take them and we say, okay, well, 
how can we help them and at least point them in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So what, what would you say? Because I'm facing some people. I didn't know when I first got started what the heck SEO was. For anyone mm-hmm. who might be listening, goes, what exactly is SEO and why do I need it? Yeah, so it stands for search engine optimization. The, the goal in it is to build up the credibility of your website. So you show up higher on Google for words you can monetize, but without paying for ads. So, I mean, there's a whole other conversation depending on where you want to go about pros and cons of paid ads versus non-paid ads. But the, the goal is to get those leads in that traffic without paying for it. Yeah. And is it possible if you don't have much experience in this to do that on your own or, or do you really need to know a lot to actually do it free? The, there's certainly a lot of moving parts to it, but but the, there's just basic fundamentals. And, you know, some of those are quick loading website and then give you some free tools, you know, good user experience is a mobile friendly, good content. So there are innovative ways and creative ways and technical ways to address those. But at its core, it's, you know, concepts are pretty simplistic. Yeah, yeah. I get that. You know, it's interesting. I remember taking a poll a number of years ago on a website I had and someone once said to me, you know, I don't like your website because I can never find your phone number. And I thought something Mm -hmm. that simple, I never thought about. I had a a contact page, Mm -hmm. scroll to the bottom, get my phone number. But it's like, then I want to go all over the place to get your phone number if I want to contact you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, then when she told me that, I put it at the top somewhere where someone could just call me. But, um, you know, I thought that was interesting that sometimes something so small, you talked about optimization, but something like that, just how to get a hold of you. Yeah. What's interesting is you bring up a good point is that I I see the most beautifully designed websites (laughs) Yeah, and they can just perform horribly compared to the most simplistic website. You know, we just redid a, a website for a big construction company and their old website was you know, fancy images here and there. And you know what our, our new version is? Mm-hmm. Super clean white space, real clear call to action, the mm-hmm. phone number up top, you know, because the, the goal, what, you know, what you want is to hold customers' hands and say, here's where the answer to whatever question you have or problem you need to solve, it's over here. And so Google basically says the same thing. And, and your example is a perfect example where your phone number was buried. Because what happens is Google comes to your website and it says, well, I'm going to follow the menu and find the other pages. And it's kind of paying attention to the hierarchy of how deep it has to go down the rabbit hole. So the further you bury your content, Google says, eh, it must not be that important if it's that hard to get to. Yeah, very interesting. Now, what do you find as far as getting your picture? Because your brand is really who you are. It's like how the world sees you. What do you mm-hmm. find as some of the big mistakes that businesses make with getting their picture or getting people to have a representation of who they are in the public? Yeah, stop trying so hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, um, it's interesting because uh, we've built, so I have this big agency and we've never spent a dollar on advertising. And so it's kind of ironic. It's ironic, but it's not. It's not ironic because we focus on non-paid ads. So that makes sense. We don't pay for ads. But at the same time, it's funny for a marketing company to not really do any marketing of their own. But the, what's driven that success is primarily two things. One we talked about is driving results for other clients and then they bring you into their network. The other thing is purely branding, but, and this is, this is how we found success and why I say stop trying so hard is your uniqueness is what makes you relatable and people want to buy from people mm-hmm. they trust, which is people that are relatable. So, you know, a couple of years ago, um, it's kind of funny because I, I'm a very, I'm like this unique balance of getting on these shows and podcasts and talking and being a public figure. But on the other side, I am entirely private. Like if you go on my Facebook, 
I talk about how much I love my wife and kids, but you will not find a single picture of them. Mm. And so I have to balance like this public image with my interest in privacy. But the reason why I bring this up is because a couple of years ago I said, because I'm pretty private, I'm just going to you know, delete my Facebook. I don't really use it and it's not for business. So I went through, wiped out Facebook. At the time, my LinkedIn had dust on it. It didn't really do anything. It was just there. Mm -hmm. And so then a couple of years ago, I said, well, now that I've deleted it, I started to quantify the opportunities I was missing. And, mm -hmm. and it wasn't because I stopped doing them. I started to realize that I never did them. Mm -hmm. And so to kind of come full circle with branding, what I did is I started getting on there and I became the brand, right? And by doing that, it's Damon Burton giving away free expertise and sharing how to do SEO things for free. Mm -hmm. I mean, on this call, you can ask me anything. I will give away the entire secrets to my company and how we do things because what happens is, a, you become relatable because, you know, I'm not here to give a sales pitch. And mm -hmm. so then I can actually help people, which people appreciate. Mm -hmm. And then through the course of giving away that content, you can't lose because, okay, worst case scenario, the listener is not your ideal audience, but now you're top of mind and they know somebody who might be your audience or best case scenario, they are your ideal client and they become a customer. So, you know, full circle, stop trying so hard because the perfect polished image People can tell stock photos and they know it's not really you. People can know if you recorded a video 5,000 times and you're reading off a script so you say the exact things perfectly. So yeah. just get out there. You know, you're going to trip over yourself a little bit, but figure it out, record a few videos, delete it if you don't want to publish it. And, but just, just you know, you got to start somewhere. Just start putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, I love that you say that because I, I think we have gotten to this image. When I first started on social media, it was just this super polished thing that, oh, you have to look like this on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I have 10,000 clients. I'm making this much money. And then when you have a personal conversation, like I met some people individually on Facebook in person, and they're like, I'm dying. I don't have any clients. I can't yeah. pay my rent. And, and you realize that they're just trying to put this image across because they think they'll get clients that way. And mm -hmm. I, in actuality, I think it does the opposite because people are smelling mm -hmm. the fact that it doesn't feel real and they could tell mm -hmm. what's real and what's not. Yeah. I mean, I can give you a real tangible example of a, a couple of ways that that's led to growing my business, which hopefully reinforces the possibilities for the listeners' businesses. Mm -hmm. Now, last, you know, I, I'd say the, the, where I really started investing time heavily in online branding and, and the things that I said, you know, just give away free advice and, mm -hmm. and just be human was maybe two or three years ago. And when I started doing that, that first year, we added 150 grand in new contracts mm. and it was zero sales pitches at all in any of the content. I mean, I can, you know, I just finished a book and I put screenshots in I wrote a chapter called Be Human. And in that chapter, it's like I two or three of the however many contracts from that year, I know exactly the posts that engaged that person. And so I can go back and I can say, this free post mm -hmm. led to $5,000. Mm -hmm. This free post where I was just Damon led to X amount of dollars. And so you can get very tangible results. And you know, to, to reinforce that, one of the fun companies that we've had the chance to work with is the team store, the, the retail division of the Utah Jazz. And mm. so working with a big client like that, I could have spent endless dollars on ads and postcards and mailers and never got my foot in the door. That business came from a referral, which came from another referral just two weeks before that referral. Mm -hmm. And so just the, there's so many possibilities by getting on and giving away, showcasing your expertise. And I can actually give some examples here in a minute. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, 
your business is different than mine. So how, you know, me, the restaurant guy, me, the plumber guy, yeah. you know, how do I do that? So, but you know, hopefully that kind of gives, sets the foundation for the possibilities. And then, you know, maybe we can dig into some examples. Yeah. Cause one thing I'm thinking is how much of what you're talking about referrals and giving away free content, which people are like, that's great, but I still have bills to pay. How much mm -hmm. is that is going out there? Once you give out the free content is going out there making calls perhaps or going up, is there no calls for you or is it just purely people coming to you because you've offered such awesome content? For us. Yeah. I mean, and I understand that we're in a little bit of a unique situation because we've been around for a while and we've been fortunate enough to build that reputation, but yeah, we don't, I don't have a single salesperson on my team. We've never done any outbound phone calls at all. So you're right. It can take time. I, I think, I think it certainly takes time to figure out a process behind it and how, you know, figure out your voice yeah. and how to share things online or wherever you decide to share them. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't have quick wins. I mean, that whole Utah jazz kind of scenario was I had a post on LinkedIn mm -hmm. that a person called me or messaged me and said, Hey, we're actually local. Can we meet? And the, from that message to conversion was two weeks and then they sent me a lead one week later. So that person converted as well. And then that second person is who sent the Utah Jazz. So we got three contracts within less than a month from essentially from one post. So, you know, that, that's, a, that's a good month. Um, okay. It certainly doesn't happen all the time. But the, the point is like, you know, it's the key is consistency. Mm. So, you know, maybe some good examples is, is let's, let's be the restaurant person and the plumber person. So um, kind, kind of emphasizing the concept of being you and showcase it. What you want to do is showcase your passion. You want two things. You want to showcase your passion and you want to, the reason why you do that is to stay top of mind. And, and so that's why consistency is key because they may not appreciate your Facebook video or your LinkedIn post on day one, but if they see you two, three times that week, and then three weeks later, they need your thing, then the sales walls come down because then they go, Christina's the person that does that thing that I need. And then they just come and they say, here's my money because mm -hmm. they trust you and they relate to you. So anyway, restaurant guy, let's say we walk in and, you know, maybe just shooting at the hip here. An example that I would give is, you know, take your phone, walk in and say, guys, I'm super excited that we're reopening. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is why I got into culinary arts. I, you know, flip it around and show the kitchen. I love coming in and seeing the, the freshly polished stainless steel from us cleaning it the night before. And I'm about to open up this thing and these spices. And, and I really love making this dish. And like, just, just showcase that passion because then, then they're going to realize your expertise without you having like vomit sales on them, you know? And so maybe the plumber guy, same thing, yeah. get on there and say, ever have that really annoying flap on your, yeah. yeah uh, Here's how you fix it, right? Good. I mean, you're not out anything that 50, that, that might have been a $50 job for you. Mm -hmm. But what happens is now they come hit you up a week or two weeks later and they give you the $1,500 job for the bigger problem because they trust you and they, they you know, they quote unquote kind of know you because yeah. of you showcasing your personality. Yeah, you're so right about that because um, let's say he shows you that little change on your toilet, but you're like, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I'll still call him, you know? Yeah. So sometimes you still don't want to do the icky job. And like when you talk about your passion, look at Gordon Ramsay. I don't think I've met a guy more in love with cooking food. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. So you see him cook and you're like, I can't wait to get in my kitchen and cook. I hate cooking, but I want to cook after I see him. Yeah. 
So it, it's that kind of passion that just comes through the screen. And it's interesting, you mentioned about being real because some of my favorite YouTube channels are just average folk that became mm -hmm. huge just because they posted things that were just maybe ordained, but they, they did it just real and, and they're just being, you know, they're not being fake. There's one guy, Stefan Drury, who was on my show last year. Great flyer. He lives in Australia. He just loves walking around Australia. I always wanted to go. He shows mm. me the town and hey, I love his channel. So, you yeah. know, something like that, you never know who you're going to impact. You know, what's funny is, um, well, actually that opens a whole other discussion on impact, but before we maybe go there is there's this one, I have a friend of mine that does kind of consulting for, you know, branding and he was, him and I were joking and he was telling me about this client he's working with and he said, so-and-so just had the funniest thing. Um, he's always, you know, so robotic on his videos because he's trying to be perfect. And so my friend told this guy to pick his nose and he's like, why would I pick my nose? And he's like, just pick your nose like in the first 30 seconds <laughs> and so and then all of a sudden it became like is that guy picking his nose <laughs> and then and then people stuck around and watched the message because it's like those unique things like they want to watch yeah real people and relate to real people and buy from real people not the faceless companies yeah. and brands absolutely well damon we could go on for hours i know we can i'm going to open up the switchboard in a few minutes for let people ask you questions but before we go i want you to let people know where they can find out more about you uh, get in contact with you find out all the good jazz how can they do that yeah, thanks. Uh, so you can catch me on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm pretty active there. Um, and if I can throw out, I just wrote a new book, hmm. Outrank. Um, you can grab nice. a free copy on freeseobook.com. Ooh, free copy. See, more content, more giving yourself. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Great lesson. Would you like to say something, uh, caller from 2127? Would you like to say something to the guest? Ask a question. Uh, let me go to the next one. Hi, caller four. 4024, would you like to ask a question of our guest? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to reinforce the, the, the comment he said there about um, the YouTubers and YouTube, Christina, when you said that, you know, I've watched a bunch of YouTube shows and sometimes you wonder, why does this person have hundreds of thousands of subscribers or millions of subscribers? And a lot of them I've watched from the beginning where they started with maybe 50, 100, or whatever it was, and then all of a sudden they became very explosive. It's that natural connection. Because, you know, I know a lot of times people like to put on this, this facade, you know, everything has to be perfect. And that was funny. I really loved that example about that guy picking the nose. I mean, that right there could just go viral. I mean, what the hell is he doing picking his nose? But, um, yeah, it was, it's, very, it's very exciting. I mean, I'm not a YouTuber, but it also makes me want to, want to do something like that just for the sake of, you know, building influence and could also lead to, um, making more sales for your business. But I, I did like that example though. Yeah. You know, the, with the caller's comment that can actually lead into kind of another um, emphasis on, you know, he said, I don't necessarily want to get on YouTube, but there's an opportunity for me to influence. And, and that's really important to understand where your audience is. And so you'll notice when Christina said, um, you know, how can people find out more about you? I didn't say Instagram and I didn't say Twitter because that's not where my audience is. And so it's really important to identify, you know, start with one platform, whether it's your blog, YouTube, podcast, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it is, you know, pick one and perfect that because you're going to have a broader reach and stronger impact and better relatability from one audience that is, you know, one platform where your audience relies heavily and, and embraces what you, you know, can digest what you put out there. You know, so the restaurant person, probably go to Instagram. Me, 
not Instagram. So I think that's a great comment to, to emphasize, take this approach and pick one and perfect it. And along the way, you'll realize, um, you know, kind of tricks you can apply to maybe a second platform, maybe a third, but don't feel like you have to like be everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that. Cause I remember when I first got started, I put like a billion different posts of all the different platforms, everyone I could imagine. And it was inundating. It's that trying too hard bit that you're talking about in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's like, let me put this, let me put that, let me put this. And then people are like, Oh my God, stop Twitter, Facebook. But you know, you're, you're putting things that maybe people don't want to see you on or aren't really connecting you on. Well, yeah, I mean, a good example is, is TikTok is exploding right now. And I've done zero TikTok videos and I plan on doing zero more because, <laughs> you know, one, it's, it's probably not my audience, but even if it was two, mm -hmm. that's not me. Yeah. I don't want to get on there and like force myself to be the dancing SEO guy. And then it just comes off cringy. So what do you know? What is TikTok? Um, I don't know anything about it. What exactly yeah, does so that TikTok is a, is a social media app where you engage with videos and then you can tie it into music. So I understand why it's viral because, you know, video is enticing and attention grabbing and then layer music on top of that and, you know, synchronize, you know, dancing and moves. Like I get its appeal, but, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I understand why it's uh, appealing to certain demographics and there's definitely opportunity for certain businesses, but you know, I wouldn't be gunning to go jump on it if it doesn't make sense. Like your audience isn't there. Yeah. I think that sounds great for like a musician or an artist perhaps. Yeah a great platform for some people. Yeah, I, I love this chat because I think it will give people ideas that for one, don't try so hard, be yourself because being yourself, everyone, you know, there's going to be an audience out there for you. You're thinking, well, I want everyone to like me. Not everyone's going to like you and they all need mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Your audience will like you. Yeah, it, that's, that's probably a great way to kind of to wrap up this segment is, you know, how do you, it's, it's better to have 10 loyal buyers or followers or whatever you want to call it than a hundred that are just like, what is Damon's message? You know, <laughs> okay. I, I know one guy that, um, he, he, he just kills it on Facebook and he is super polarizing uh, and he's polarizing intentional. He will talk about all the things that I will not even touch. And it's because that works for him. Like he wants to, he wants to polarize people and push away the people that he doesn't want to do business with. And then whoever's left are the people that absolutely love you and will continue to do business with you. Well, this has been fabulous. I thank you so much, Damon. Again, let everyone know where they can contact you, find out more about you. Yeah, Damon Burton, Facebook, LinkedIn. And let me know what you think about my new book, freeseobook.com. Awesome. Well, Damon, thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting this evening. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com.